Welcome to another episode of What's Good Bra. I'm so excited that you've joined me on the couch again. We're going to have a really good conversation. I'm here with one of my long-standing friends. Her name is Stephanie. She just reminded me her name is Stephanie Brown. Don't do it. And, <laughs> and um, we're going to have a very good discussion today because it is going to be about dating. But before we dive right in stephanie say hi to the people hi peeps all right guys today's a little different setup because we're actually having dinner on a podcast so steph got her mimosa and we got some chinese food and we're gonna just enjoy it right that's right all right so steph um I want to read something. I'm going to just jump in. And I want to read something that I, I actually discovered on the New York Times. So it's talking about millennial dating, right? And mm-hmm. it says, millennial, the topic of the, the article is, should we all take the slow road to love? It says, millennials are going on fewer dates, having less sex and marrying later. Do they know something about love that the rest of us don't? Is a secret to lasting love to take it slow, as in really, really slow? The millennial generation is putting that theory to the test, opting for what the biological anthropologist Helen Fisher calls slow love. Studies show that millennials are dating less, having less sex, and marrying much later than any generation before them, and a younger generation appears to be following in their footsteps. These changes have prompted hand-wringing among some experts who speculate that hookup culture, anxiety, screen time, social media, and the helicopter parents have left us with a generation incapable of intimacy and commitment. But Dr. Fisher takes a more generous view and suggests that we could all learn a thing or two from millennials about the benefits of slow love. Do you believe this statement that we are dating less, having less sex, and marrying much later. I think I agree with the last part where it says we're marrying much later. I think that we are marrying much later. Um, I don't necessarily agree that persons are dating less. I just believe that everybody has become so cautious um, in their selection that they have, instead of just, oh, hi, you know, and then I'm out, with you tomorrow and I'm out with you the next day, maybe persons are trying to slow it down by actually communicating first to see, okay, am I interested in this individual before I opt to dating? So yes, I do agree to the statement somewhat, but you still have those fast-paced ones out there. Yeah, and I, I want to touch on a few things a little later where we talk about communication, but I want to just pivot to say do you think dating in your 20s versus in your 30s is different have you noticed the difference between home and approach or the conversations being had or is it the same well um i think it it's it is the same it's the same type of men that you know that i knew in my 20s that i'm actually 
still seeing in my late 30s or mid 30s, um, mid 30s people, <laughs> not late 30s, let me correct myself. Um, the approach is a little bit different in the sense that I believe that in my 20s, men actually took the time to get to know a woman more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if it's as a result of brokenness um, that men have experienced in their 20s that has caused them to drifted in this past fast-paced mode whereby in their 30s, they are still acting like how men are supposed to be acting probably in their early 20s. So it's it's a tough question to really answer, to be honest, but I really don't see the difference. I I would probably see the difference with men who are older, like maybe 10 years older, but in terms of when I was in my 20s versus in my 30s, if there's a big difference, not much. Um, has your has your type changed, or it's the same? <laughs> Do you look for the same things that when in your twenties when you had your boyfriend in your twenties versus no? Um, <laughs> Why is my? I'm I'm in terms of a type though. I believe that every single person have a type. Whether we like it or not, whether it's something that we end up discovering. And I'm going to say, and I, and I use the term discovering because I remember when I was in my 20s and I thought I did not have a type in terms of a physical structure. I thought I didn't really have a type. You know, I was like, oh, you know, once a guy is, you know, it's a good character and everything that I would probably give him a chance if if there's some sort of a spark. And I'm going to share a story. I remember many years ago um, in my early 20s, a friend of mine, she had a brother that he had a crush on me. And I remembered, you know, hanging out, hanging with everybody because the family and all, and her brother and I, we actually developed a friendship, but he was on the more husky side, a big guy, you know, he had the big belly, um, but he was pretty much very thick, but his heart was beautiful, yeah. you know, genuine guy, he made me laugh, and I was like, you know what, I can't overlook that, but then yeah the physical you know because he was a very handsome guy but it's just that his body size was not the norm I would go for initially but as I said back then I thought yeah I didn't have a type per se um so it just came to us a, a situation whereby you know you know he came over me one day you know, trying to approach me to say, boy, give me a kiss. And then his tummy kind of hit me. <laughs> so, and then I realized. <laughs> that's when I realized I had. <laughs> and it wasn't big, guys. Um, so 
yes, I do have a type and I don't think my type will ever change based on that experience. <laughs> so regardless of how amazing he was, and as I said, obviously I'm not shallow because I was willing to give this guy a chance in my life because he was really um, an amazing and still is an amazing guy. But yes, I do believe that I have a type um, in terms of physical, but for me, it's not just physical. Your character, your character, a man's character is very important um, to me. I was me. about to jump in there yeah. because I wanted to know um, what, when you're dating, what are, say, your top five or top ten things that you look for? Um, well... As you know, we are eating, guys. So sorry. <laughs> Number one, I believe that anyone that I'm dating, my number one characteristic, it has to be someone who believes in the Bible. And I, and I made sure to state in the Bible because there are a lot of people who say, oh, yeah, I believe in God. But yet still, they don't really know who their God is. Yeah. So... I am being specific, the God of the Holy Bible. He has to believe in it. Um, and even if he's not perfect and maybe not walking that, walking that you know, straight and narrow path, he has to be a God-fearing man. Um, that's the number one thing. The second, he has to be a man that honors and, and respect his mom, you know, how he treats his mom, how he treats um, women around him generally, yeah. um, just people, just people in general, how he treats people, because I am not one of those women that will go out with a guy or a gentleman and yes, he's treating me well, but yet still he speaks poorly to the waiter or the waitress. Yeah. Um, those things are a red flag for me. Yeah. And he might not be getting upset at me, but yet still he's very quick to react in anger to other people and yeah. with expletives and look down on people. So that's number two for me, how he, how he treats others. Um, number three, listen. This is for every woman. If there's nothing on my list that is, well, let me not say every woman, you know, but every woman that I know, every female that I know, we all love a man that smells good. Beard. Yeah. You see there, smell good something there. Walk out. Yeah. And just your neck off a broke off a turn around. Yeah. Smell good, take care of himself. Um, for me, someone taking care of themselves physically is not just um, a reflection. It's not just, it's, it's, it is a reflection of who they are, even outside of, you know, sorry, it's a reflection of who they are beyond just what you see. Probably how they take care of themselves at work, even though, 
you know, probably us as girls growing up with brothers, we have probably brothers that when they hit the street, they might be hot as ever. And at home, they're probably so lazy. But nevertheless, you know, a man that takes care of himself. Uh, put himself together. So that's three. Uh, four, that drive for success. No, success doesn't necessarily, everybody's definition of success is different. Um, but people tend to think that success is just all about money but whatever he plans to achieve for himself so if he says that honey i want to become manager within the next three years or i want to start my own business within the next four to five years mm -hmm. or i want to become the you know the fittest that i've ever been someone who has a goal and actually you're seeing where they're putting in the work to make that come to fruition yeah you have a lot of people out there who they they talk the talk but then when it boils down and you observe their day-to-day like their day-to-day um lifestyle they are doing absolutely nothing to achieve that goal so that's number four no oh, before you tell me number five i just want to piggyback on that comment i remember when there was this guy i was dating right after university and he said you know i want to start um i want to start this food business etc and he just kept talking about it talking about it but i never saw him put pen to paper and i didn't see him taking any action to get it started no me with my enough self because i'm somebody who i'm very action oriented I set a plan, I set a goal, and then I start going after it. So I was like, all right, I want to be as helpful as possible to him to achieve this. So I actually went and got stuff, brought it. We First, we had a plan, and I got the, the flyers designed and everything, and I got it printed so that he can issue it to his neighbors and everybody. So at least we can start within the community, and then we branch out. I got that done. Then I got the food items and I got the the, the utensils, etc. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, listen, we have to let's get moving, let's get this done. If I didn't take that initiative, I don't know if he would have. And after he and I separated, that business went plummeted. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, this is something that you said you wanted to do this right. was your goal so if i didn't take that step forward to get this off the ground nothing would have happened <sighs> right and he was he was one of those persons i dated where i was just like i wonder if i made the right choice because i wonder if this guy is a freeloader and the only way that he would move is because of me or because I was the one that moved and then he moved. You know, I, I don't want to jump off topic, but sometimes I want to ask you a question. Though. That guy, you know, does he have a good relationship with his mom? You know, did he have like that support system grow, growing up? Because a lot of times I find that men who 
not to say that us as women, we need to be supportive of our partner's dreams and goals, and we need to put both or the or different creativity at work. So you might be the person that might be good with PR or flyers, etc. And then he might be the numbers guy. So both skill sets would come together. Mm. But I do understand in your situation whereby is as if, as you said, you did not jumpstart this thing, even though it's your dream, your goal, if, you know, it wouldn't have been done. Yeah. But I know there are guys who, because they never really had that support system from a mother or a father, um, you find that they look for that in their woman. Mm. They look for that woman to be that mom to push them to push them to push them to do everything and when you no longer do it everything falls apart because they want that so that's a deeper topic it is so but we don't want to digress so it's but to answer your question um he didn't have that support from his mom his what he didn't have that exactly so that's what came to mind most men that i know that behave that way they really don't have it no that's interesting oh you were to go oh. to number five. Number five. Hmm. <laughs> what is this one? The last one. I mean, I, I list out all the important deep stuff. <laughs> so, listen, the reality is this. Number five, you just have to know how to keep my fire sparked. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you have to. I mean... Men always feel that sometimes they're the one who they need that constant entertainment, but us as women, we need that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've never been attracted to the boring, nerdy guy. I tried dating one of those ones because, as I said, you know, sometimes the reality is the I like intelligent, smart men who have a little bit of gangster. Edge, yeah. And uh, so generally speaking, those are the type of men who would approach me. So, um, but sometimes they just don't work out. So my friend was like, you know, I have a nerdy friend. Maybe she tries, as I said, best believe that there are times when you just discover that you have a type and you have to just work with it until you find that one who is really for you. Yeah. And um, yeah, you have to bring that spark. I don't really want to go into that story, but nevertheless, I tried dating a nerdy guy once and believe me, <sighs> I see why he was single. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> and if that is how women are nagging, best believe ladies, stop nag. Uh, as I said, that's a story for probably another episode. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my god! All right, I get, I get your top five, and I actually understand. And uh, I would agree. I think it applies to a lot of us, most of us. If you were, for example, in my last episode, I was talking about this show named Sex Life, right? Like the her husband, her husband literally takes the box, ambition. He makes the money. He um he looks good, he's fit, but he, he just couldn't keep that spark going. 
and so she sought that spark from somebody else and it's so unfortunate because the relationship as it seems would is about to go downhill but anyways that show get me upset the woman get me upset and i really don't want to talk about it so i will continue with something else but it goes back to another part of your um you know you said you were going to touch on communication so mm. i guess it was we're going to touch on it shortly um one of the things that i've heard in certain conversations with friends certain circles i've heard that as a millennials we date multiple people Hmm. at once um maybe back with generation i think it's generation x or father or mom that generation they would probably date one person or court one person but in our generation we're dating multiple people we're seeing what our options are we are looking at what is out there and then we decide whether or not we want to take why do you think that is though I'm not sure. I think we have a, a culture of, I was listening to this girl, she was talking about it and she says, we don't have emotional discipline and one, it feeds into our narcissistic self because we want to know that we're desired by multiple and we have the choice to select one person, especially in today's society where social media presents a plethora of options. We feel like Oh, if it don't work with this person, at least I have a backup, or at least I have this person. And when you talk with people, they will say, um, you know, my side man or my side chick, or them call them dominoes, or them call them whatever other alias. They have somebody else to fall back on because of the perception that you have options too. We have a culture of acceptance that having a side piece is okay. And three, I feel like people just don't respect the, 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 the sanctity of relationships anymore, especially in our generation and younger generation. I don't think relationships are honored, especially if you get to that level, if you're going to get married. I do believe um, I agree with, you know, the statements that you have made, but I've also recognized as well that generally speaking women would rather date one man and um see where it goes but no hold on hold on i'm getting there i think that women especially when oh my god he is so amazing let's you know they would probably prefer to date that one guy but what i find is that the reason women have drifted to in terms of the dating scene i'm not talking about in a relationship because sometimes we get it twisted that because a woman is dating it means that she's having sex no that's not it women could just be dating and that's just dating they're not having sex because a relationship is not um yet established but i find that because women see that men are always keeping their options open. Men date multiple women at once. And you find that a woman would rather date more than one in order to prevent themselves to be sucked in by this one person. And then he's going to be like, hey, you know, this is not going to work out. 
So you find that women now tend to approach dating the same way and really and truly back then that wasn't what that was never the mindset back then a woman would date and say okay if this is not working out then i move on but it's almost like a safety mechanism that at least i won't feel so crushed if this does not work out because i am keeping my options open when ideally she would probably want to just zone in get to know this person two i think dating multiple individuals it kind of prevents you from getting to know um an individual on a deeper level because your interest is all over the place so the time that you would spend to actually ask some deep questions and have intimate conversations what you're doing in that you're not zoned into one person so your interests because it's all over the place really and truly you're really not getting to know the person on a deeper level building real intimacy because that's what a lot of relationship lack real intimacy and real intimacy is not sex it is just not sex you know um do you think that that statement applies to um a certain class of society or is it all women in society that you think which statement the fact that we did multiple persons because we want to keep our options open and also guard our hearts to an extent um do you think that applies to everyone, all females, no. or is it a class of females? Um, I, I can't say all females because you will always have individuals who will approach things based on their own domestication, their own individual value system. So I say that if someone grows up in church, you always hear when you're growing up in church, oh, focus on one guy so you'll find that if she's dating this one guy she might just be zoned in to one guy at a time you know it could also be from a place of experience oh i have attempted to just i have dated one guy before you know straight and then at the end of it is like oh i don't see this working and he moves on to his next option that obviously he had there all the time or he had the that person there lined up so sometimes it can be your own value. It can be from your experience. And because of that, you have shifted. You know what? I'm not going to give my all. I'm not going to put my eggs in one basket. Um, but I don't think, generally speaking, most women approach things to say, okay, I want to date multiple men. But I agree that most of the time when women do date multiple men, it's because they're guarded. Um, I can give you a story that goes with this um, discussion in the sense that I had, when, when, when I was younger, right, I have a very sheltered background. Parents never really, especially my dad, used to be very strict, never said, listen, you can't go out. Even when I was at university, I had a curfew, etc. 
when I left university, you know, um, the range was a little more free. And I remember my first job, I had gone out with one guy and another guy expressed interest. And then another guy expressed interest. And I wasn't sure who I should actually date. So I went on a date with all three. One of them, he was younger than me at the time. And I was just like, no. He was about two years younger. I was like, no. When we had gone to the place and we had dinner, I think it was at Regency. And how he behaved was a little too immature. And I was like, no, eliminate. Then I went on a date with another guy who said he was a Christian and everything. He was utterly boring. So I said, eliminate. And then the other guy, no, he said he was a Christian. He said he is. He was a seventh thing. Um, but he was the most exciting for me because he had a bad boy itch to him. And I don't know if that was, I don't want to say it's, it's opposite to me, but there's something about him that was really um, attractive. He was very bold. He was very confident. He would tell off anybody and he, he just doesn't care. Um, but there was, but he also had a sweet side to him. So that, that sort of mixture made me attracted to this guy while the other guy just seemed very one dimensional. The other two very one dimensional. I was like, you know, um, one of the things I want to ask you though, like we're talking about dating and probably dating different multiple men are probably just dating one person in particular but what are the mistakes women make because regardless of what we think we're the ones that really and truly run the show what are the mistakes women make in dating in 2021 um i'm not sure but i can tell you this from experience i found myself willing to bend my standards okay to accommodate the guy and men never bend their standards so on so on that point i want to make it clear like that's what's one of the things i was actually looking to hear you say because men i hear them i hear i hear it in different conversations in different settings all the time the woman that a man wants to settle with um he is not going to lower his standard majority let me say majority right because regardless of what people want to say said like let me make it look like a woman alone i am it but no man where i am it for woman too yeah right so you know they don't when men set the bar for the woman that they want to be their wife their girlfriend or whatever they do not bend their standards. And I find that women are the ones who tend to bend the standards. And the women who tend to bend their standards too much, they, they really don't get what they want in the end. Yeah. The man finds a different woman yeah. who actually challenges him. Yeah. You know, so as women, what I find is that when we meet someone who excites us, we get so excited that in our head, we start to think about all our standards that we are bending already from our head, yeah. from the thinking process. And then we end up manifesting it yeah. 
and really and truly end up losing out. I believe one of the hardest things for us as women to do is actually challenge that guy the same way we would challenge a man that we have zero interest in. Yeah. And that's the ticket. That's one of the tickets, you know. Um, another mistake that I think women make too, and men do it as well, um, they, they don't, not only having their standards, but they don't communicate clearly what they want. Yeah, they it, we live in a generation where a lot of people want you to go with the flow, flow to where? The river, the sea, yeah. where we're flowing to, you know, and then a lot of times because a woman may like this gentleman or this guy so much is that they're flowing and then at the end of the day, he's like, you know, I'm out yeah. and she's left confused, but the guy's like, I never established anything. Mm -hmm. I never gave you a title, True. you know, women need to stop wasting their time because men don't automatically when I mean when a man date a woman from even the first date or second date or even the first real conversation they already put you in a category True. they categorize you right from the get-go side piece hook up this looked like my potential wife and I have heard several married men say this statement that they knew their wife within probably the first month of meeting them. Mm -hmm. So I say that women stop allowing men to waste our time. Stop. Yeah. We need to stop it. Yeah. And as Judge Lynn would say, don't allow a man to tell you that he doesn't want you more than once. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 um a good point. Yeah, do not allow a guy to tell you that he doesn't want you more than once. Mm -hmm. And sometimes men tell women that in so many ways by not showing up by not responding um you know by doing disrespectful things and sometimes the reality is men like the change chase but women also like the chase yeah. women like that somewhat of a challenge but we need to just take a hint yeah it's true um when you spoke about you know men not wanting to define the relationship and define who you are to them I remember um, the actress, Taraji P. Henson, she had said that she don't claim anybody. She's not claiming anybody. She says, I'm not going to carry you to my red carpet events. I'm not going to carry you to whatever it is. Even if you and I are dating and you're my boyfriend, unless I have a ring on this finger, I'm not claiming you. I'm putting you on blast and saying, oh, this is my man, when I'm not sure if you're going to take that next long-term step with me. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a standard that a lot of women need to, to actually adopt because we oftentimes want to get that relation, that girlfriend title quickly. All right. I don't want to interrupt, but when you say that you're not claiming the person so that the audience understand you clearly is that you are saying, I am not putting you out there in the public on my instagram page that's one um instagram. on my facebook mm -hmm. and and everybody needs to know that oh this is my man yeah. and i'm gonna stay beside him not that type of thing but we're not saying we're not going to give the guy or the man in our life or the king in our life 
the support that he needs, that reassurance that, listen, you are my man. Because whether or not we like it, men need that too. They need to feel wanted and their ego need to be stroked. And a lot of women don't know how to stroke a man's ego. You know, let him feel like the man when you're out. You know, you're not going to try, step back and allow him to lead. So that's not what, you're not saying that don't do all these things as a woman for the man, for him to feel that you're there for him. But we're just saying that we're not going to be publicizing and be like, oh, this is my man, post him on Instagram. Nobody's going on my Instagram page unless I'm your wife, full stop. Period. Period. Or if I know we're engaged and engagement shoot is done and, and even then it, it's, it, exactly. even then it's after I'm married. <laughs> so I'm not doing it. I see too many women yeah. do it and they're embarrassed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it all the time. You look on the female's page on Instagram or Facebook and she's ton load of pictures, she and the guy. Yeah. And then you look on his page, nothing. Not true. Not even a drop a lick of ice water. Not nothing. <laughs> and I mean, women need to stop doing that. All right, let me play a clip from Steve Harvey. He interviewed Taraji P. Henson and she's talking about dating. Let's yeah. talk me and for for a minute though. Men? Yeah, men dating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's happening? Is it? Did y'all? Did you just nod off like yeah, you just going I was to looking sleep? for wine, child. This is a segment for wine. <laughs> <laughs> My nerve, honey. Men, okay. How's it going? I'm a grown woman. So you're like dating and let's just see. That, those days are over. If there's nothing on this finger, here, if this finger's naked, no one gets claimed. You don't get claimed. You don't get claimed until you claim me. Period. You don't get to say I, like I dated Taraji P. Henson. You don't get to go on a carpet and share that part of my life with me. Because you know what? Now, today, with all of this social media, Absolutely. it's not private. Absolutely. So then I have a son. I don't want them to be like, oh, mom dated this one. He dated that one. This one. This right, right, this. right. I can't do that. I can't afford that. Because finally, when I meet the one, he's going to be like, well, you a hoe. You been with this one, this one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go look it up. Here it is. You kissing him at this yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, I, I can't do that. So if you're not serious, don't even open your mouth. Shake my hand and keep it moving. Because I'm looking for, I, I've accomplished so much in my life. Yeah. And like now, I just want someone to share it. Absolutely. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. I do agree. Um, but even when you look at Taraji's life, see, she actually came out with her fiance just the other day and she posted him and then look at that you know the relationship ended so it goes to show that because she was so in love went back to the first point that you made when i said what are some of the mistakes women made with that would bend our standards so that clip was an interview was many years ago and if you look now she actually bent her standards because she actually posted him because she She thought thought. it would have ended up there so you're right wait until after the wedding (laughs) you know post it um and i just as she said you have to know where you're going you have to know where you're going i'm not into going with the flow and women have to be careful about men who in millennial people are men 
It's as if they don't even want to date. If you live by yourself, don't be surprised. They want to come over all the time and just watch Netflix and chill. Yeah. You know, they don't want to go out. You have to be careful of that and, and assess the person's motive too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting to know each other. You don't want to spend... Sometimes when you spend too long of a time with each other, mm-hmm. um, in any one sitting, it might lead to other things that you're trying to prevent from happens happening so early on in the relationship so it's best to go out um and ascertain try and ascertain the individual's motive towards it because people are so crafty these days both men and women so i'm not limiting it to men women also you know i watched i watched an um jis undercover interview with persons who were hooking up or meeting um, individuals online and what i found appalling was that some of these women they were so naive they didn't ask any of the right questions pretty much the journalists from gis um, went undercover and created a fake account on the different platforms that a tinder or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and you know he went as far to say okay i will send a cab to pick you up or send a car to pick you up we're living in a day and age where safety is such a major concern and yeah. women are allowing a taxi to pick them up to take them god knows where mm-hmm. um to meet a man that they only probably spent a few hours online um, getting to know and so I just I'm just and I don't want to drift into online dating too much but we're actually going to talk about that I'm just saying women have to be careful because if there's human trafficking you know you need to meet someone in a public space for the first time mm-hmm. you need to find your way to that location you to and from you don't allow anyone that you're just meeting to just pick you up yeah um send a cab for you anywhere you could be you could end up in africa Mm -hmm. or india or america sex parlor you know um just like that yeah um and you have some instances where i know two persons right now they actually met their husband on tinder um they're happily married have a child so um you just have to be careful in all of these dating atmosphere yeah you have to i mean in today's society where you know a lot of our communication is done online it's done through these chat forums and these chat apps etc you have to be cognizant of who you're talking to um, even how much information you give to this person because you know our profile is all over the place and a lot of times when we're dating we normally go and search to see what their Facebook is or what their Instagram see what they're saying online which girls they're they're having their following etc so we do all these things um, but sometimes in the initial stage we do all these things just to see who this person is socially or online but in person when we have to go and meet the person or when we actually meet the person it's like our guard 
is let down because we feel like we've gotten enough information mm-hmm. from the internet now and so we don't need to ask any other pertinent questions and that's crazy it's crazy but before we even jump into the next topic which is dating apps i actually want us to stop right here for for this episode because i feel like there's so much more to talk about i just want to give people bite-sized information and i want to encourage you guys to subscribe follow this podcast for part two of this discussion it's going to be really interesting we're gonna talk about dating apps the dating coaches dating um in person versus the perception of instagram and these things what about courtship is chivalry dead you know we're gonna play a truth a true and false game we're gonna we're gonna get into even more information guys so i want you to join us for part two stay tuned it's gonna be fantastic bye guys all right later guys talk soon Thank you.